All right, yo, we're back with another episode of uh, Big Time Coast to Coast. I'm your boy, Ant Wright, here with uh, Matt Lukens. What's up, Matt? What's up? What's up? Uh, recording this on Sunday, so right after uh, a very eventful Saturday and then a really good first window of uh, NFL games. So, Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, I saw the Lions. They were they were doing well in the in the uh, third quarter at the end there, and then kind of just um, kind of just uh, faltered there at at the end. Yeah, they, they kind of like shot themselves in the foot a bit, but I think like if you're a Lions fan, you should still be excited because like I remember when the Lions weren't in games like this, and now they are. So and they're really young. So again, yeah. they'll they'll be better as uh, the years go on. It's, 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 it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I do like I do like Campbell. Um, you know, like people, they kind of went into the season like, okay, how, you know, how can we really feel about this guy? Um, I think uh, I think he's the right dude. You know, they do have to have guys to um, to buy into everything still, but it's yeah. still a, re- a rebuild. They should be all right. Yeah, he reminds um, me a lot of uh, when uh, Doug Peterson. I'm an Eagles fan, so when Doug Peterson took over for the Eagles, it's like a very mm-hmm. reminiscent for me. So you're an Eagles fan? Why? Uh, parents are both from Philly, and if I grew up being anything other than a Philly fan, I think my parents would disown me. So, well, that's even better because I'm a Cowboys fan. So, oh great, <laughs> I already knew that. Oh yeah, I already knew that. <laughs> NFC East, NFC East, but I can't stand. Well, I don't even know what they're called now. What the uh, commanders? Com- commanders? Commanders? Oh, yeah. We smoked them today. That was that was. Fun. I saw no. that. It was like halftime was at what, like twenty four zero or something insane like that. Yeah, it was twenty four nothing halftime. We didn't even score in the second half. We just basically ran the clock out, and it was it ended up twenty four eight. They 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 couldn't do anything. We just absolutely manhandled them. Ugh. My Cowboys have already disappointed me, and the season has barely even started, so it's all good. Yeah, Dax uh, hurt, so it's where. But yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that's college football. That's who. That's who. This guy, Dax. They should have let him go. I swear they should have. You should have let Dak go? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a hot take. Uh, I Do I think he's good? Yes. Do I think he is, like... Super Bowl caliber? No, he's like a purgatory quarterback. Like he's not terrible, but I don't think he's like franchise changing. I don't know. You're talking to a guy who's a fan of a team that won with Nick Foles. I, I think you can win with a decent, like an average QB, and I think Dak is above average. Should you Did pay you him really, that much money? Maybe not, but you didn't win with Nick Foles. You won with the other quarterback, and Nick Foles just like came in. Hey, Wentz is also like average. Like, look at him now. So, I mean, you yeah, the argument. But still, but still, I I want Mahomes. Give me Mahomes. <laughs> give me, give me Mahomes. Give me Mahomes. Give me the, just give me the NFL uh, Pro Bowl team on the on the Cowboys. <laughs> yes. Like, is it? Is that so much to ask? Is that so much to ask? <laughs> uh, all right. So AP Top Twenty Five came out earlier today. Yep. Um, and so top to bottom, it looked like pretty much stayed the same up top. Uh, 
Ohio State did get closer to Alabama. They're only four points away. So they're like right there, right next to them. Yeah. Um, and then Michigan is Michigan is 129 points below them. So Michigan is closer to sixth-ranked USC than the next-ranked Ohio State. So I feel like people have Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State clearly above everybody else. Yeah. Like they're on their own tier. And they should be. I think rightfully so through three weeks, four weeks, right? I got yeah. I, I think rightfully so. Um, I, I do still have some questions about Ohio State. Are they the Big Ten favorite? Um, I know this is, you know, Ant's a Michigan guy, and I'm an Indiana guy. So uh, I have no bias here. But I really don't see a ton of separation yet between Michigan and Ohio State. But also at the same time, I feel like Michigan hasn't really played anybody yet. Um, so Maryland's not bad. Maryland's not bad, man. No. Maryland, Maryland's not bad, but Maryland's not a, not a big boy, right? Like, and and sure. Ohio State's played Oregon, who who's pretty uh, not not Oregon, sorry. Ohio State's played Notre Dame, who's looked pretty good since, after you know stumbling in a little bit in the, to begin with, and they just beat Wisconsin, who I think is, you know, just more proven than Maryland is, right? I know what I'm going to get with Wisconsin every year. So to me, I feel like Ohio State's just done a little bit more than Michigan has, but I I don't. I, I could see the argument where you could say Michigan is right in there for it. So watching watching the games, watching the games, um, I still like. Hey, look, let's not talk about last year because that was a different Ohio State team. That mm-hmm. was a different Michigan team, right? Yeah. Uh, staffs have changed on both sides, so we can't just say, "Oh, well, last year we did this and that." I do feel that this Michigan team has to improve a ton in order to go to Columbus and come out with a win. Uh, they have a lot that they need to improve on. I think offensively, they have the potential to be ridiculous. Uh, defensively, their defensive line, they got to find dudes. Um, they got to find find dudes who are going to continuously create pressure on the quarterback and Maryland kind of picked them apart. So, so, so yeah, like I am in agreement that Ohio state right now is above Michigan and you're probably higher on them being closer than I am right now. Um, I do think Ohio state is still super talented, but <clears throat> I do think that they have more weaknesses, more holes in their game than they did with Urban. Um, but I just think that I think that Michigan Michigan needs uh Michigan needs to to improve on a couple of very important aspects before they get to that next point. Um, yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I do think Michigan's got some growing, but I also think at the same time for like Michigan, right? Um, I think they had a down game against Maryland and they still like, it wasn't a comfortable win. Right. But it it was like, not like a nail biter either, in my opinion, when I was just watching it as a neutral. So like, and it's their first real competition, right? Like Ohio State played Notre Dame to start the season and then has like kind of gotten to a rhythm since then, like good football teams get better when they play better teams. Right. And Michigan 
had a very like a gimme schedule, right? And non-conference, which there's some positives to that, right? Where you get to rest guys and kind of get to play some dudes, but really your starters don't get um, the minutes and the practice and the real like game time experience that they need um, against those teams. Cause you're up 25 to nothing in the first quarter. So um, it was good to see a, a, a who I think is going to be a contender in Michigan pull out a, a pretty decent win against an underrated Maryland team, as you said. Yeah. Uh, and then very quietly, right outside of the top 10, Penn State sneaking up at number 11. Uh, they had a game against Central, and mm-hmm. that was that was pretty close early on. That was pretty close. I believe it was either tied or like a one-possession game at halftime before Penn State was able to eventually pull, pull away with that with that uh, game over Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I was texting my brother. He's a grad student now at Penn State, and I was like, you need to stop going to games because he, whenever, he, <laughs> whenever he attends a game as, like, a spectator, they lose. And it was 14-14 it was 14, 14 at the time, and I was like, you, you're just cursing Penn State at this point. Like, <laughs> just don't go to games. They just stop. You got to go. Uh, they eventually pulled that out. Uh, their run game is so good, especially since their star guy, Singletary, is a freshman. Right, yes, he's disgusting. Nick Singleton, he's, yeah, Nick Singleton, not Singletary, Singleton. He's so good. Yeah, Singletary's the, the the Buffalo Bills running back. My brain just got <laughs> turned in backwards after watching the NFL games. But yeah, yeah, Singleton's so good. Like he, for a freshman, that he's got that like change of pace. He really reminds me of like I know it's a cheap comparison, but like, he's like Saquon. Saquon. He right. is like Saquon. Yeah, yeah he's just dynamic. Yeah, yeah, dynamic. Yeah, yeah, and these and Penn State gets these guys right. And, um, I remember uh, Sanders as well when he was at Penn State as well, pulling off good runs. So I, I'm excited to see what uh, he does in his Big Ten career. Hopefully, he doesn't pull off too many big runs against Indiana because I'll cry. But um, it is what it is. And Penn State also has a pretty good backup quarterback too. Uh, Sean Clifford has played pretty well this year. Uh, Drew Aller, that he's he was the number four quarterback uh, mm-hmm. coming out of the 2022 class. Uh, they addressed some needs big time in this in this last class, man. Um, but they're very they, quiet at 11. Yeah, they had a number one overall class when two years ago, three years ago. In the Big Ten. Yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. Maybe, possibly. They're always like top two, top three, like every single year. It's always Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan in some order. It's always like that. Usually Ohio State's first, um, but it's like always, it's always those three owning the top three every single year. Yeah, we gotta we gotta nerf the Big Ten East. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just disgusting. It's not fair, man. It, it's really not. It's a, it's not a level playing field at all. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Penn State as a dark horse there. I think, you know, they, they have one of the more impressive wins in the Big Ten so far with the Roseman at um, Auburn. I know I, I know Auburn is look terrible, but, yeah, like, yeah. even – you're still going down there winning against an SEC team is good. That's huge. Um, that and I thought huge. they were, deserved to be top ten after this week. I, I think there's some very questionable top ten members. Um, yeah. Most – uh, significantly, uh, NC State and Kentucky. I don't think they deserve to be top ten. NC State, um, especially because their game against ECU, ECU missed a field goal from like forty yards out to win that game at yep. the buzzer. 
Yeah, yeah, they they should not be undefeated. Um, Kentucky also was just in a very close game with Northern Illinois this past yep. week. I think they've had a very lucky start to their schedule. But hey, you know, teams you guys got to beat who's on your schedule, so they're four zero. And you no, know, I'm not going to argue with it. I'm just going to say I think Penn State deserved it. I agree. I agree with that. Um, Oregon, look at Oregon at number thirteen. After their 49-3 drubbing against Georgia, they're able to come back. Uh, they had, man, that game yesterday against Washington State was pretty good. Yeah. Washington State had them. Washington State had them. And then, you know, Oregon just turned it up. Oregon just turned it up. As soon as Connor Muldowney, he, <laughs> he bet the money line, he hit submit, and then <laughs> – and he hit the money line for Washington State, and then yep. Oregon scored twice in, like, 30 seconds, like, right away. Yep. And he's like, are you kidding me right now? I was like, man, that's all that's all your fault, bro. It's all your fault. That that um, Oregon team is much better than what they looked like in week one, right? Like, yes, they lost four down yes. the three. They got steamrolled by an NFL team. And then um, <laughs> and then they went and beat BYU, and they had they had a gimme game in the second game against Eastern Washington, and then they played Washington State. They've had a tough schedule. Like, Washington State's a good yeah. team. They went on the road and beat Wisconsin, and then BYU's a ranked team, right? And so yeah. to beat those two, three teams, really, and then um, after that first game, after that terrible, terrible loss against Georgia, like, uh, you know, Oregon's had a pretty decent start to the season, a pretty good recovery. And then we give Bo Nix, uh, and by we, I mean like national media members and just the general public as a whole, a lot of shit. But I, I really like what I've seen from Bo Nix so far this year, and he's done a lot of really good things outside of that, that Georgia game. That was just yeah. unfortunate, really. It's been solid, and you give Georgia more than two weeks to prepare for you. It's, it's going to be a rough time. They're an NFL rough, team. rough time. They're so good. They're so, yeah, and they're so dominant. And you know what? There are two teams who I think are better than what a lot of people think. And the week one is clouding a lot of people's judgment about. One is Oregon. The other mm-hmm. one is LSU. Yeah, I think LSU is pretty good. And their mm-hmm. loss to Florida State kind of had people like, oh, LSU's trash. But Florida State is now 4-0. Florida is 4-0 and now ranked. Back ranked yeah, first time. They're 4 0 and they're 23rd. Yeah, yeah. First, first time in year, what, years. four yeah, like four years or, or something nuts. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. For for the Seminoles, that's that is insane. That's insane. But I think Oregon or I don't think Oregon is underrated because they're at 13, but they do get overlooked by the casual fan because they remember that that Georgia game. But I think LSU is another one where minds were clouded based off of that opening game against Florida state, because it was played at a time where no other games were really being played. So all eyes were on that game and they didn't say, Oh, Florida state's good. They go, Oh, Brian Kelly stinks. Right. And that's the way that they went. Um, because everybody wants to hate on everyone wants to hate on Brian Kelly because of the way he started his uh, LSU tenure, which was really cringy. To say the three sixty video but, cameras in that uh, room. No, I that's not even that cringy. I mean, that was like weird, but like whatever. Like recruits and like recruiting is just weird like that. 
the whole him faking a, like a like a southern so, accent <laughs> being from Massachusetts was the cringiest thing I have ever seen. I swear. My family. My family. Oh my gosh. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. My family. My family. I I had to watch that video a couple times. It's like, there's no way he's doing this, right? There's just no way. He's gone full villain art. He's gone from like like being Notre Dame's head coach is like, I'm oh, sure you're like a villain to, to people that don't like Notre Dame, but it's like the country, right? You're just like Notre Dame's head coach. Like that's whatever. Like <laughs> to like straight up just being like a fake imposter Southerner. Like I, I am so confused, but you know, he's doing, he's doing a good job actually at LSU. And no matter how so he is. So. I think so too. How do you feel about, you know, this, this isn't really big time, but it's still like AP stuff. How do you feel about Texas A&M being over Arkansas? I know, I know that Texas A&M just won. They won by two at home against Arkansas. But, like, if those teams play on the neutral, I just think that Arkansas wins that game. They did. And they did play on a neutral. Well, I don't know. Do you call AT&T Stadium in Dallas a neutral site for Texas A&M? Is that really oh. that neutral? Oh, never mind. Never they, mind. They I should played, shut up. Yeah, yeah. They they played I that game. Up, yeah. yeah, they played that game in uh, Dallas' stadium. Uh, that's like the thing. Because Jerry Jones, right, went to Arkansas. He played football at Arkansas, right, I believe. Mm. And then he's got A&M boosters that want to play the game. So they, they play that game yearly in Dallas' stadium. So, yeah, they, they did play neutral site yesterday. And Never won. mind. So I I'm think they me. deserve. Do I think either team deserves to be ranked? No. That's the better question. I, I, these three and one, <laughs> they're fake. pretty good. They're fake three and ones, all right? Because I, I don't believe in this Arkansas team at all, even though they beat Cincinnati <laughs> and then Cincinnati beat Indiana. So technically we've lost to Arkansas. I think that's how that works. But um, – like, I, I don't think either of these teams are as good as their rankings are. So I, I'm looking forward to both Texas A&M at 17 and Arkansas at 20 losing. Then speaking of teams that have fallen down the rankings, Arkansas is one of them that fell out of the top 10, right? But Oklahoma as well. They lost yeah. in a weird game to former Big Ten standout Taylor Martinez, right? Adrian. In Kansas State. Adrian. Uh, last Adrian night. Martinez. Right? Yeah. Adrian. What did I say? Taylor Martinez? Yeah. yeah I guess Taylor, Taylor Martinez. <laughs> who is Taylor Martinez? No, no, no. Who is Taylor Martinez? Why am I saying his name? I'm thinking about look, I could I can see him in my It's brain. Adrian Martinez's brother. See, all right, whatever, whatever. He played in Nebraska too. My bad, my bad, my bad. That's not Adrian even his brother. It's, it's the dude who was there prior. Wait, not even his brother? <laughs> no. No, I hate Nebraska football. I'm like, get them out of the Big Ten. They don't belong. Get them out. Get them out. I don't want them here anymore. It's their fault. Wait, no, what? But, uh, but yeah. I hate the fact that they ranked Kansas State. Kansas State just lost to Tulane. Like, come on, dog. Tulane? No, no, no. no. Yeah, like Kansas State, yeah, they're 25th. Yeah, they are. Kansas State had some hype going in the year, though. I'm pretty sure. Beginning of the year, they were supposed to be good. And then they went and beat Oklahoma. So like, I think Oklahoma's a pretty decent team. So I can see them being ranked. But should they be ranked over Kansas? No. Tulane. Yeah. I don't know why Kansas is not ranked. 
Yeah, they're 4-0. They beat an undefeated Duke team that I don't think is that bad after watching them. Like, I, they deserve to be ranked. Like, I think if you win all the games on your schedule, right, and you're 4-0, at this point, you should be ranked. So I think it's kind of BS that they're not I ranked. I mean, they beat West Virginia. They go and win at Houston. And they beat Houston Duke. wins a big win. I think Houston's good. Right. Exactly. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. I think and Syracuse have, should be ranked as well, by the way. Yep. Then we have Minnesota at 21. I think they should be higher than that. I, I yeah. think they should be higher than that. Yeah, um, I know. We were in Connor's uh, call, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, watching the Michigan State game. By the way, Ant puts out these uh, video links. You come and join the the rooms to watch together. You guys should do that. It's really fun. Um, but yeah, we were watching that. I think that Minnesota team is definitely going to win the West after watching that. Like I, they are really good to me. There is no doubt in my mind because I, I look at the rest of the Big Ten West, like Purdue, meh, Wisconsin, also just like mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the, as long same. as, Ibrahim and uh, and uh, their quarterback stay healthy. Um, I think they'll be in good shape come uh, the end of the Big Ten season to, to win a Big Ten West. Now, they will lose by 30 to Ohio State or Michigan or Penn State, whoever they play whoever in they the Big play. Ten uh, in Indianapolis, but that's a whole other story. I agree. Nerf I agree. the Big Ten East. <laughs> Nerf it. Nerf it. Um all right, let's get into these past games. Okay, so first game, Chattanooga, Illinois. Really nothing much to say there outside of Illinois covered. Yeah, Illinois I, covered. I, yeah, Illinois covered. Good teams, uh, good teams win, great teams cover. Uh, Illinois is a, a great team in my opinion. Um, much better than last year, and that's a team that I think, believe they beat Wisconsin right last year. So, um, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how Illinois plays the rest of the year. Also lost to Indiana and it's making us look good. So, so thank you. <laughs> you called Illinois a great team. Great team. Great team. <laughs> we beat them. They're a great team. <laughs> but no, I mean, like 31 nothing. Like, we were talking about this yesterday in one of the calls. Like, shutting out your opponents is impressive. Even if it's it is impressive. right? It's impressive. Yeah. So, 31 nothing. It's a good home win, right? And uh, I believe their next, the next team they play is Wisconsin. So we'll learn a lot about Illinois next week. I mean, we'll learn a lot about them in the, in, in the next three weeks. They have they they go to Wisconsin, they yep. host Iowa, then they host Minnesota. You're talking about the three teams on the West who are going to be contending for a Big Ten West championship. And okay. if you're are, are Illinois – Are we really adding Iowa to that conversation? I are, think so because even though they're not very good offensively, I think their offensive line is very, very good. And I just think if they can run the ball and make it out tough teams in the trenches mm-hmm. um, and their defense is – their defense is a big threat. Like not – I'm not talk, talking about holding you to, to like three and outs – I'm talking about turning you over, not just turning you over and getting the ball, but turning you over and going to score. I, I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, I, I watched that Illinois. I, sorry, I watched the Iowa game last night. I watched the Michigan game um, with Maryland. Right. If I'm looking at two Big Ten teams and I could just take 
one unit away from each Big Ten team. If I could take Iowa's defense and Maryland's offense and make them one team, they'd, they'd be, be a top four contender. They'd, they'd, they'd be, be the playoff contender. Mm-hmm. They will be sick. If y'all don't know, Maryland has NFL guys on their offense. Yeah. They have NFL guys on the line. They have NFL guys on the outside. And they have a quarterback who's not afraid to challenge. Like, that is a very dangerous team. And they didn't get get a lot of time on the ball against Michigan because you guys were running it down their throats, right? Yeah, we were trying. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you you were really trying, right? Blake Carm was trying his best. (laughs) Maryland, if they had the ball, more opportunities with the ball or whatever, they they would be good. Now, I'm worried about Talia – um, right and, and his health, but and we'll see about that. But um, I think Maryland could be a sneaky team, right? For like a uh, Penn State, even Ohio State when they play them, right? Like when when they play in conference, uh, they're going to be sneaky. Um, we already talked about the Penn State game, uh, Minnesota, Michigan State. We can talk a little bit more about that if you want. Yeah, that's um, fine. I mean, Minnesota, they like they didn't waste any time, bro. They didn't waste any time, any no. time at all. Uh, I know that Minnesota, they just got a big injury to Ottman Bell. I believe he's out for the year or something oh. crazy. But um, Ottman Bell is like an NFL type type receiver. And, and talking to a Minnesota guy, he was saying how they have, they have other receivers there where it's almost going to be – it always sucks losing some, someone, but they have guys to step up. So now you don't know where the ball is going to go. Right. Yeah. It's almost like you're you're more threatening if there's three or four guys who you can go to, not one guy than a bunch of three B's. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they did a good job. Abraham was so good. Uh Tanner Morgan, uh he had a he had a very solid game. Yep. Whether it was whether it was hitting guys, whether it was using his legs. Um PJ Flag coached almost a flawless game. Um Michigan State has a long way to go. I, their their season is now just beat Michigan, in my opinion. Yeah. Beat Michigan, make a bowl. Yes, yes. I I I see I see Michigan State as like a five six win team. They they have a ton of problems um, on both sides of the ball. Um, I know Connor was complaining about the coaching staff. I could see that as well. Um, they're definitely on a they're definitely on a down year, but. At the same time, people are like talking about, you know, firing Tucker or whatever. Like, I, I would not give that any thought in my mind at all. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, I, he's he's a good coach. It's just they're just having a really unfortunate start to the year. And again, they've had two really tough games in a row. Like, I, I this Minnesota team's really good. And then yeah, they, they went on the road to Washington in Seattle. Like, that, you know, it's, it's a tough, tough game. And, you know, hey, maybe it's Noah Kim season. So, you know. Noah Kim season, but look, Michigan State, their next four games are <sighs> going to be tough, man. It's going to be real, real tough. Yeah. They they go to Maryland, then they tough. host Ohio State, and then they then they host was <laughs> then they host Wisconsin, then they have a bye, then they go to Michigan. Yeah. They go to Illinois as well. That's a very losable game. Then they go to Illinois, and then you're playing against a Rutgers team with with uh, Shiano. They're getting better and better every single game. I believe 
I believe that was Rutgers' first loss. This that past was Rutgers' weekend. first loss. Yeah. So, and then you got to end the year at Penn State. So, you where can they get? So they have to to be bowl eligible. They they need four more wins in the next eight. You would hope that's Indiana Rutgers. Yeah. You would hope that's Illinois. Then they gotta upset someone. It's yeah. gotta be at it's gotta be at Maryland. Wisconsin. I think that Wisconsin game. I think they beat Wisconsin. I I don't think Wisconsin is that good. Um, you can call me a Wisconsin hater, but I I I just I don't believe in that team at all. And we can we can talk about Wisconsin as a segue if you want here, because they played um, Ohio State, right? Yeah. So that was that was the big night game for the Big Ten. Um, Ohio State cruised, cruised. It, they were up uh, thirty-one to seven at half. It was over um, in five minutes. It was over yeah. in five minutes. Yeah, it was it was over before the ball was even kicked off. Um, Wisconsin is just completely and utterly outmatched by Ohio State. Um, just offensive firepower. And, and they, I, I don't think they have the offense to take advantage of what I think is a not a weak Ohio State defense, but if there's a weaker part of the team, it's it's definitely the defense right. um, for Ohio State that you can score on this team and you can run the ball on this team. That's why I, I was kind of surprised that Wisconsin didn't do – um, didn't score more because you can get yards on this Ohio State defense for running the ball. Um, yeah. And that's why I'm looking at teams like Michigan and Penn State as possible dangers for this team, right? Um, they're not, I don't think for me, clearly the favorite in the Big Ten, but they are the favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but CJ Stroud was really good. They had a really good running attack this game. They ran for over 258 yards on, uh, on Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's, yeah, that's, that's unheard of. Yeah, like I guess I really don't happen. think this Wisconsin team is that good, and I think yeah. Ohio State's really good on offense. Don't get me wrong, but I just I don't see like what they're gonna try, like what this Wisconsin team's trying to do, right? And on offense and on defense, right? Graham Mertz ends the game with 94 yards passing. They, they don't <laughs> even try to pass the ball. They end with 192 yards rushing, but and and I know they were getting some success in that, but like shouldn't like if you establish the run, shouldn't you have more, um, you know, an easier time passing the ball? That's supposed to be how it works, and apparently it just doesn't work uh, in Wisconsin. So, Did you see those black jerseys, though, that Ohio State came out with? Yeah, I, I mean – It was the, over. The, the Ohio State, as soon as they were in the locker, it was the, – the game was already done. Look, the game you, was done. You look good, you play well. Uh, you, know, good. you play good. You play good. I mean, Oregon, good. Oregon mastered that, right? It's, you know, two thousands. Right? They were they were the epitome of that, right? No, exactly. That's their recruiting pitch. Speaking of Oregon, exactly. <laughs> so let's let's go to um, Northwestern came into this game seven and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. Seven and a half point favorites, and they lose at home to Miami of Ohio. Northwestern yeah. scores fourteen points. Yeah. Northwestern has now lost every single non-conference game on the schedule. Yep. And I tweeted this out yesterday. I said Northwestern lost every single non-conference game. The last time that happened, they won the Big Ten West. 
I don't think that's going to happen this year. Even though they are 1-0 in the conference. I still don't Nebraska, see that doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> and they, again, they, it was in Ireland. It wasn't even on U.S. soil. Yeah, they, that, they should have to forfeit that win after Nebraska's <laughs> performance the first three <laughs> That That shouldn't even count. Uh, Northwestern is an embarrassment. Um, they are not good. They've lost to now what Miami, Ohio, and was it Eastern Illinois? Yep. Um, just no Southern Illinois. Southern, Southern Illinois. No, Tony Romo went to Eastern Illinois. That, mm-hmm. I always confuse it. Anyways, <laughs> the one in the direction of Illinois is they lost to North Northwestern is not good. I'm really mad that Indiana doesn't play them this year because we always play them when they win the Big Ten West, and we don't play them when they suck. So that's great. Thank you, Big Ten schedule makers. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Northwestern is probably going to be the worst team outside of Nebraska. So, like, Nebraska and Northwestern are the two worst teams in the Big Ten, and they're both in the West. Balance the SEC – or the Big Ten East. Balance the Big Ten East, please. Got to, because Northwestern's about to go to Penn State this this weekend. And uh, they're going to lose by 50. Six. Sp- the spread in that game's got to be in the twenties, right? You, you got to think. Yeah, they, I mean, like that's not about as high as Vegas will go, but let's see, because <laughs> they're coming up losing to Miami of Ohio at home. So right. they have. So they played in Dublin, then they yeah. played home, 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 and it's been loss, loss, loss. So they are undefeated away from Evanston, technically. That's true. That's true. That's some copium. Uh, <laughs> Penn State is losing. You sc- only you're only managed to score 14 points at home against Miami of Ohio. Like, I, season's over. Pack it up. Uh, Listen, get some transfer boy, in the transfer window and pray. My boy is uh, he is he is uh, QB two for Northwestern. I hope he gets some reps. I hope so too. I mean, I'm sure he's got to. They got to try to do something. They got to change something up there. Got to. You have to. Unacceptable performance from them. Like they got to score more than 14 points against Miami of Ohio. Yes. Yes. Also, speaking of unacceptable performances, Purdue almost lost at home to Florida Atlantic. Um, That was close. Yes, that was real close. A team that they should not be even close to losing to. In fact, Florida Atlantic was a two-point conversion away from tying this thing with, like, less than a minute left. So um, Purdue looks mid, um, and that's a team that coming in the year, everybody was like, They're, they look good. They look good. They could win the West. They could win the West. Well, I don't even know if they're the best Big Ten team from their own state. So and uh, the that's way they true. played, not great. So. But Purdue's crossover does help them out a lot. Uh, yes, it does. It they does play help them um, Maryland and they play IU. Yep. And they already Both played Penn the State to start the year. Yep. Um, Which they should have won that game. They should have won that game, yes. Um, but, but Brom was throwing the ball all around like like he was down by 30. Yeah, and I don't get Jeff Brom. I don't. I don't understand his decision making. Um, he's got like that weird like uh, gambler 
style of play calling, which is great. <laughs> and it works when you're like a, the underdog, but when you're supposed to win or you're ahead in the game, like all of a sudden you just like start choking the game away. Right. And it's just like oh, yeah. rain it in, like calm it down. Just like, like learn some clock management. I, I, I don't, I don't get it. So they lost some close games the too, because they lost to Penn state. Then they lost by three to Syracuse. And then they mm-hmm. almost lost this this FAU game. That would have been significant, uh, very disappointing for for a team that should be good. I mean, we're if we're talking about a team who should be four and zero right now, it's probably Purdue. Because that game at Q's, remember they were winning with twenty seconds left. Yeah, I mean they 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 could be four and zero, and I still think they're disappointing. Like that's how that was the expectations for Purdue going into this year. Like, yeah, they were supposed to to be there in the West with Minnesota, right? They're supposed to be like a ranked team and they're not, they're, they're not worthy of a ranking at all. And they play at Minnesota next Saturday. So we, that's, that'll be a big game for them. If they beat Minnesota, they control their own destiny. That's true though. They do because then they have to win at Maryland, then Nebraska at Wisconsin, Iowa at Illinois, Northwestern at Indiana. I think the last three games are very winnable, um, and they get Iowa at home, which is a nice draw. Uh, the only tests for me are at Minnesota and at Wisconsin, TBH. Uh, and at Maryland. At Maryland, yeah. 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 Yeah, their next – I mean, their their ability to win the conference is going to depend over their, their next five games. Yes, yes. Because we, we will know a lot more about Purdue, I think, in the next two weeks. Um, whether they're going to be possibly representing the West in Indianapolis. Are y'all going to be in Indiana next week? No, are y'all going to beat Nebraska next week? Oh, we better. Um, speaking of Indiana, we Indiana, the Hoosiers went to Cincinnati and lost in a game that wasn't as close as the scoreline suggests, but was actually kind of close at some point. Um, <laughs> it's it was one of the weirder football games I've ever watched. Uh, Indiana was down 38 to 10 at the half. Um, and they basically gave away 14 points there at the end of the half. Then in the second half, we're up 14 or, or outscored Cincinnati 14, nothing until a late uh, Cincinnati touchdown to kind of secure it and make it um, not an uncomfortable win um, for Cincinnati. Uh, I'm proud of, IU and the way that they fought in the second half, but this team has some major, major, major problems. For instance, I think they might have the worst offensive line in the power five. I I would, I would challenge somebody to find me a worse performing offensive line. They are, uh, they can't block anybody. Um, their teams are rushing three and still getting pressure. So um, <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Uh, we also have no running game, and we're still somehow finding ways to kind of scrap and call. Our defense is pretty good, um, can be a little bit inconsistent at times, but when they're playing well, there's not a lot of Big Ten teams that have a better defense. Uh, so we should be in games. Uh, our next game is at Nebraska, like Ant brought up. I think we should win that game, and we'll be at 4-1. and one. And then for me, it's just like, where are those two wins to make us bowl eligible going to come from? And I think Maryland-Rutgers game – um, maybe Michigan State or Purdue. If we can win two of those, just make a bowl game. Like that would be a good season for this IU team. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, last but not least, man, Iowa Rutgers. Iowa Rutgers. I was able to watch this game for mm-hmm. a bit actually with um 
with my guy Aaron, who who uh, who does the ScarletFaithful.com. Um, Iowa looks really physical. If Iowa just used their their defensive points, they would still win this game by four. <laughs> yes. And to me, like, that's the story for me. And that's why I don't believe in Iowa, right? It's like their offense, especially Spencer Petras, is so awful. (laughs) And Rutgers tried to lose this game. Like, they throw for 300 yards, but they throw two terrible interceptions, including a pick six, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, and, And they still were, like, sort of in this game, um, come the fourth quarter, right? And so, and to me, like the, the, this Rutgers team was trying to lose the game. They, they should have been put away um, a long time ago if this was a good Iowa team, but they're not. And I just don't see how um, Iowa's coaching staff can remain the same even after this year, even if they're three and one. Like they're the f- most, they're the fakest three and one team I think I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> They score seven points their first game, seven points their second game, and then they score 27 the last two games. Their defense is good enough to keep them in games. Um, they play Michigan next weekend. Uh, I I would be surprised if they don't lose by 30. It's going to be interesting, man, because uh, Michigan is going to have to you – know, like, J.J. is a little bit loose with the, with the ball. Uh, he's yeah. going to have to take care of that. You know, Iowa's a team where you can out you can thoroughly outplay them and still lose by multiple touchdowns because their defense will make you pay for every mistake. If yeah. they'll get the ball at the 20 or 25 yard line multiple times in the game, and it's so hard to win when at worst they're going to get a field goal, right? Yeah, but but at the same time, like for me, for me, it's like 2022 football is this. Your defense can win you a championship, but your offense wins you regular season games, okay? And Iowa doesn't have an offense. Like, calling Iowa's offense an offense would be a discredit to the sport of football. They are terrible. They do not move the ball down the field. They don't take care of the ball. They don't even keep the ball for, like, time of possession-wise. They just give it back. So the fact that their defense is still good while – basically almost always being on the field is incredible um, within in itself. I just don't see like on Iowa's schedule, a lot of wins. They have to go to Illinois. They go to Ohio state. They play, they go Michigan at Illinois at Ohio state. I think those are three losses in a row. Then they play Northwestern. Who's terrible. Then they play at Purdue, which they, sh- I think they should lose. They host Wisconsin, Minnesota, Nebraska. I see like three wins maybe left on this two maybe left on their schedule um that's it that's, yeah northwestern in nebraska i don't think they're winning against illinois i don't think they're winning against ohio state or michigan i don't think they're winning against purdue and wisconsin and minnesota are better than them so i i see maybe two wins on this iowa team fair enough fair enough uh next week's slate of games looks interesting um yep. you got michigan at iowa i think that's the big noon kickoff uh, Purdue at Minnesota, um, mm-hmm. Illinois at Wisconsin. Spread is already out for that game. Wisconsin's eight and a half at home. Really? Against Illinois. Yeah, eight and a half. Over-under is 44 and a half right there. Um, then you have Michigan State at Maryland. That is a very important game for Michigan State. If they lose that game, 
um, they are going to be very, they're going to be in jeopardy of, of just missing a bowl altogether. Um, yeah, I would, I would tank if I was Michigan State if you lose the Maryland game. Um, just, just, just tank. Just tank. But, but the, the college version of tanking, which is just like play the young guys, right? And, and give people experience uh, that will benefit from getting actual game time experience because, like, I, it's not going to be very – you know, people are going to be like, that's tough to say because they'll be two and three after that. But they play with Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Michigan after that. Like, they will have at that point lost – if they lose to Maryland, they will lose six games in a row basically. So – Yeah. Yeah, like that is a huge game, huge game. Uh, Rutgers goes to Ohio State. Uh, that should be a rough one. Northwestern at Penn State. Another that rough line. one. The line is out for that. Uh huh. Twenty-five and a half. Sheesh. That is that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points for a conference game. This is yes. a Power Five conference game, and Penn State's favored by twenty-five and a half, and they're not even the best team in the conference. Can you imagine? Northwestern doesn't play Ohio State for Northwestern's sake, right? They do. They do. They host Ohio State. I'll be interested to see what that line is later this season. I think it's going to be around the same. same. Yeah, because you never know. You can factor in weather. uh, You factor in the road. I think it'll be around 25 and a half. You can't go 30 plus. I don't think you can. It may start around 25 and a half, but they're going to, if it goes, it may go to 30. But they can't start at 30. No way. I don't know, man. <laughs> Watch well, it be something like teasing like 28 and a half or something. Um, then you have Indiana at Nebraska, 730 on BTN. Um, all these games are going to be on national TV, which is which is great. There's no uh, no games on like BTN Plus or ESPN Plus or anything like that, which yeah. is nice being in the Big Ten. And I think that's appealing for recruits, knowing that you are always going to be seen on national TV re- regardless, right? Whether it's yeah. on BTN or ESPN or Fox or anything like that. That's going to be changing here come, coming up with the new deals and how that's going to work, um, which is going to be interesting to see how the Big Ten is going to be covered. You know, that part kind of – that part kind of – I'm not going to say worries me, but one thing that I'm really going to be paying attention to, like what's the narrative going to be on the teams that aren't on ESPN? Are they going to still cover them in depth, or are they going to double down on the the conferences that do play under the ESPN umbrella and kind of just let Fox cover their own teams? And I think that's going to be a major split on the country – knowing who's who and what's going on around in this conference or that conference. Yeah. One part of the country is going to watch, you know, the SEC games and the other part of the country is going to watch the big 10 games. Right. 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 It's, it's, <laughs> it's going to be it's split all, down the middle. It's almost political at this point. <laughs> Did everyone else is like the uh, tea party and, <laughs> and all of that. Like nobody yeah. cares about those conferences, man. Oh, by the way, speaking of, uh, we gotta shout them out because you know they're they're Big Ten teams too. Well, eventually, um, USC and UCLA. USC um, was in a they they should have lost last last night. They should have lost. They I believe the Oregon State quarterback threw like four interceptions, and yep. USC won seventeen to fourteen. 
yeah, it was tough, a tough watch. Um, if you're watching to see like kind of how Caleb Williams is doing and that USC offense, um, that was a very interesting game to me because I felt like uh, Williams is just doing too much. He just has to find like a check down receiver every once in a while. Cause he, he was trying to escape and run around for his like life basically. And then he would, he would run around for like 20 seconds in his own backfield and be like, all right, you know what? I'll just like run out of bounds for like a one yard gain. <laughs> just like, bro, just, just check it down. Like at that point for like a four or five yard gain, like at the start of the play, you save time and you save a ton of energy and you get more yards. So um, I'm sure the SC will actually be better for this. And I remember really good USC teams going to Corvallis and losing. Yeah. So I, and I think they like really, you know, bit a bullet here and survived this one. Cause you know, even a good year for USC, they, they lose to Oregon state. So. And Oregon State's solid. Oregon State's pretty good this year, I think. Yeah, and then UCLA went and beat Colorado in Colorado by 30, or almost 30. Colorado's um, the worst Power 5 team this year. And, and, and like, I would bet that Northwestern could beat Colorado by two touchdowns. Did you, did you know UCLA's 4-0? Yeah, I did see that, but it's a very, it's a very lackluster 4-0. Yeah, they, like, they really haven't played anybody. They almost lost at home to South Alabama if it, South Alabama yes. didn't pull the choke of the century. And then <laughs> and then Washington, they play Washington, Utah, and Oregon in these next three weeks, including Washington yeah. next week uh, as a nightcap on ESPN. So, They'll be four and three by the end of that. I think so as well. They're not beating any of those teams. I, I don't think so. Um, but, yeah, that's, the, that's a Big Ten recap right there. That was good. That was fun. It was smooth, right to it. Um, I found it funny that there was a just like a quick basketball anecdote. Uh, there was a. Do you know who Jamie Jamie Shaw is? Jamie Shaw. No. Uh, he is the he's like the on three national recruit person. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. So he came out with an article talking about uh like where teams are ranking in the Isaiah Collier sweepstakes. Uh-huh. Um, he had, uh, he had, uh, USC was first, then he had Michigan second, then Cincinnati third, UCLA fourth. Um, and I, and I had USC first, like almost two months ago. Yep. In an, in an article. Yeah. And I just love how people are, are like passing around like, hey, look, it might be USC. It's like, like, like what are you telling me? Like, what are you telling me for? Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just looked at one of the Isaiah Collier tweets and literally the first tweet is USC reeks in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, bro, there's no reeking anymore. The, the, like, the whole paying players thing—that's out on the table now. Like, that's 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 above board now. So USC's not even cheating anymore. They're just doing the right thing. So I don't oh. know. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. You gotta do what you gotta do. All right, man. We uh, we'll touch base on later on this week. We'll uh, we'll see what's going on. We'll see what's happening. If any news uh, drops, we'll uh. Drop another pod. I'll holler at y'all. See you, man. See you guys.